0: Good morning, everybody. It's great to see everybody here today. Believe me, it was it's been a it's been a long few weeks. Uh, you know, I, I have to think how just how how Jesus did it. You know, like when you when you hit those times where uh, you're just so tired, and for me, just so fed up with people. Um, you know, it's like how did he continue? You know, every single day, and just be so focused. It's just amazing, um, to me, um, and I'm, I'm so ashamed most of the time, um, when I, when I look at, at Jesus, you know, and, and look at myself, and I'm like, man, I got so far to go, right, you know, um, but the thing is to just not give up, right, we got to keep, we got to keep plugging forward, but, um, anyway, it's just, it's just amazing to, to, uh, to think of, of Jesus, and we'll, and we'll get there, um, so let's start off. I don't know if I didn't see any um, words of encouragement or anything. I'm not sure whether at, But anyway, uh, thank you for being so encouraging. Yes, that was that was great. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, no, it's it's uh, just being here to me uh, is encouragement. As I as I look here, as I was looking at this prior to coming up here again, that that kind of being ashamed of not knowing uh, exactly, uh, what's going on. You know, you get so wrapped up in, in your life and, in, and, and doing things, even in assembly, uh, six 30 tonight, where's it at? The at the parks. See, and that's what I mean. I should know that. And, and I don't, you know, and, and that, that to me is like, just cause I'm just, I don't know. That's that, it, that's a hard one. So Wednesday evening, if Bill's up to it, I know he's he's going to try. You know, uh, if not, Kirk is will be up. <laughs> so, um, and then uh, of course the ladies' study uh, at uh, six thirty is that on Thursday? Yeah, at the parks. So, what's that? Yes, yes, the parks. The parks is the party house. So <laughs> head head to the parks. Uh, anybody have anything at all? Um, you know, as far as. Anything that might be coming up that we need to talk about. they coming up. Well, that's a good thing, right? You know, it's like, eh, we'll just we'll just we'll just plug along for the Lord. Uh so two birthdays. Uh, how old is how old is Truman? 14 Fourteen. We'll be fourteen on the 29th. Um, and then, uh, of course, Rick is not 14. Um, so he, he's 14 times what, maybe three or four. Uh, so, you know, that's right. But hey, at least you don't have to sit there listening to me sing happy birthday, uh, because neither one of them are here, but reach out to him, uh, you know, and, and, uh, and wish him a happy birthday. 14. Wow, that's, it's quite the transitioning age right there. Good luck, Dad. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> been there, done that, right? So, okay. Well, if there's nothing else, well, we'll, we'll get moving. You have to sit here and, and, and listen to me for longer probably than you want to. Um, give, give me a, a long time. It, uh, when I said it's been, it's been, it's been rough, right? So, 11 years I work graveyard. I go to day shift because I'm forced to, and it's it's my body's like doesn't know what to do. So, um, there's, there's been no sleep. It's, it's been really, really difficult. Um, been trying to, to, to work, you know, quite a few of my days off too. So it's just, you know, again, it, those are the days where you're just like, how, how did Jesus do it? But then you understand, and I've said this before, how's he sleeping in a boat in the middle of a storm? You know, I mean, literally that is how tired that man was. You know, he, he, he had a chance to lay down somewhere and it didn't really matter, you know, to be that tired, to close your eyes and just be like, you know, I'm out. So, um, let's go to Ephesians chapter four. I I've been working on this, this for me, and I, and I know I've shared this a few times, um, you know, as, as I get, you know, wore out, it's, 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 it's me in my mouth that really get, gets me in trouble. Like the filter just kind of goes away. Um, I don't know if that's the same for you when you get tired, um, or annoyed, but I, the filter is like, just, it disappears. So, so what do we do when, when we see those things happen in our lives, right? What do we do? Well, for me, and I hope it's for you as we seek out, as Jeff was talking about, we seek out God's word, right? You know, the Bible was written intentionally. Do you realize that? Like God used men to write the Bible, but it was written intentionally. I hope you believe that. I believe the lists are, are in the order they are because that's how God wanted them to be. You know, as I, and it really came to light as, as you know, as I, as I looked at Revelation 21, and, and I never saw that before, until so the first two on there of that list of, of really horrible people, the first two are the cowardly and the unbelieving. That's crazy, right? Those are the first two that God put on that list, and that's intentionally, right? God doesn't want us to be cowards, and he doesn't want us to be unbelieving, right? We can't just believe a portion of the Bible or the portion of the pieces that we like, right? It's, it's all or nothing, and God tells us that all the time. So I hope you know as you, as you read the Bible, it was intentionally written for us, on purpose, right? To help us. And so, why don't we read it and why don't we follow it, right? It's, it seems so simple and and so easy, and yet it's it's one of the most difficult things. But the reward is there when we do it, and God tells us that all the time. In Ephesians 4, beginning in verse... 29, and and forgive my new Bible. I'm thankful that I can see every word of it. It's not the largest print there is, but it is large print. Uh, But when we got it, it kind of changed how some of the verses were written, which I I find sometimes it's okay. This one, um, I had to scribble out some words and put some different ones in because I'm like, I do not like how that reads, you know, especially when it's something that you've memorized, right? And then you go back and you're like, well, what? That doesn't sound right, right? So Ephesians four twenty nine says, let no unwholesome word uh, come out of your mouth, receive from your mouth, uh, but any good word for edification according to the need of the moment, so it will give grace to those who hear. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. All bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and slander must be removed from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, compassionate, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. Let's pray. To Heavenly Father, we are very thankful, Father, for uh, another day uh, that you have blessed us with, Father, the life that you've given us as Scott brought out, you know, being here to, to break bread, uh, you know, uh, the life that that brings to us, that there is no life in us if we do not partake. Uh, Father, I love that scripture, really shows the importance of, of being here to, to break bread together uh, with Jesus, Father, and, and to go out as as a reminder right uh, to go and do the same you know to live as jesus you know you've done everything that you need to do you've filled us with the power to overcome and now it's just up to us father to to read your word to be encouraged inspired uh, to go out and do the same and, and to believe uh, that we can do these things so just pray that uh, you would bless this lesson father and bless the rest of our time uh, here together. We love you and praise you in the name of King Jesus that we pray. Amen. So let no unwholesome word come out of your mouth, right? But any good word for edification. I, uh, I went to this, this call. This, this, these, are, these are day shift calls, not calls I'm used to. It's um, just a different version of things happening uh, in the daylight versus the darkness. And God says that too, and I'm a testament to that. It is, it is, weird to me now to be working in the daytime, you know, and seeing somewhat, I say somewhat normal people. You know, they're supposed to be normal, but, um, for some reason they don't seem to be. Uh, so I, I, I go to this, this dispute call, uh, of this business where these two very intelligent, you know, very driven women have opened up this company and, they have shared an, a, a space, okay? They basically split it down the middle. One woman is selling stuff over on this side. And the other woman is selling stuff on this side. And it's been very successful, right? But one calls and, and, and is complaining about things that are going on. It says, we need to come. So there's no crime, but they're like, hey, could you go and just try to mediate? Okay, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, so I go there and here's these, you know, women in their forties, you know, like acting like little children calling each other names, like just nasty names, you know. And I'm like, do you remember when you started this business together, how excited you were, you know? And I'm like, now that you're successful. What is going on? Literally, they're fighting over two inches in the center of the room. This Room is measured this way. You are two inches over into my... Now you're selling this, and now you're selling that. And I'm like, I just, I, I didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't make any headway. Like, it was I'm like, hey, just stop. right? Like, put it behind you. Let's move forward, and then here it comes, you know. And I'm like, I told him, like, literally, it's like talking to two five-year-olds right now. You know, I'm like, I don't I don't know what, what do you want me to do here, but I'm like, one of you needs to leave. One of you needs to go get your own space. And open your own store, and none of them can stay here. How about that? You know. But as I as I thought about that, and the horrible things they were saying to each other. You know. Sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never hurt me. Boy, was that a lie. Right. Boy, words can destroy. Absolutely destroy. Now I had both when I was growing up. You know, I was, I was the. The the fat smart kid, you know, that was always the new kid because we moved around everywhere. So you know, people made fun of me and laughed at me, and then they also beat me up. So I wasn't sure which ones were the best, but I think the words were the worst, right? When when they were saying those those mean things, and so you know, I've I've had a couple of times not want to drive to Washington and find some of those people, you know, and just be like praying for them you know, that they've they've come to their senses, but words, right? Words, let no unwholesome word proceed from our mouth, right? So we got to think, and I have to do that a lot. Boy, I've, uh, lately I've been stopping myself a lot, like mid-sentence, right? Thankfully, because I kind of catch it, right? Like, Ooh, that's probably not what I want to say right here, right? That's not edifying. But thinking about this, right? And this is why you know, we look at the scriptures, right? Because I know, I come back to this all the time. And we'll, and we'll go on there in the verse, uh, the next verse where it talks about grieving the Holy Spirit. In other places, it says that we can grieve God. is crazy that crazy that we can, that we can do that, um, you know, to God? So, you know, it's not just about us. And, and I think that's, that's an important point to make, that it's, it, it just it can't be uh, about us. In Matthew chapter 12, uh, beginning in verse 33, it says, Either assume the tree to be good as well as its fruit good, or assume the tree to be bad as well as its fruit bad. For the tree is known by its fruit, right? We are known by what we say and what we do. You offspring of vipers, how can you, being evil, express any good thing? For the mouth speaks that from that which fills the heart. So where does it start? Right? Talk about cleaning the inside of the cup, right? It comes from the inside out. So when we're struggling with those things, what do we really need to work on? You know, the heart condition, right? Cleaning the inside of that cup. The good person brings out of his good treasure good things, and the evil person brings out is evil treasure of evil things? But I tell you that every careless word that people speak, they will give an account for on the day of judgment. For by your words will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. You know, we were talking about some of the boys of the day, because wherever they're going, it's 12 and under is free, right? And I said, Well, Ty, when you're 14, you're still going to be 12. And he's like, What? He's like, well, Dad, well, that's a lie. And I'm like, you're right. It is. <laughs> you know. And I was, you know, joking a little bit, but then he fed it back to me a little bit, you know. But, you know, it's it's true, right? I'm like, in, in everything that we do, you know, are, are, are we are we speaking those things uh that are edifying? Ephesians chapter five, right? Because boy, and and uh, you know. Jeff and, and, and Carrie can attest to this. You know, you, you think that, that, uh, pre shift briefings for police officers are very professional, right? And we talk only about what happened the shift before and what's going to happen, you know, and we're very businesslike and, oh my goodness, no. No. There, there's some of the worst discussions that you've probably heard sometimes, you know, and so it's hard not to get sucked into some of that. You know, and some of that is how we deal with what we have to see uh, on a daily, because that, cause that'll start wearing on you, you know, a little bit if you're not in the right mindset, which which most people aren't. Uh, but yeah, Ephesians five and chapter three says, but uh, sexual immor- immorality and any impurity or greed must not even be mentioned among you, as is proper among saints, and there must be no filthiness or foolish talk or vulgar joking, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. But this, you know with certainty that no sexually immoral or impure or greedy person, which amounts to an idolater, has an inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Is it easy? I'm, I'm sure you've all kind of maybe been there, right? When those conversations from other people start turning, you know, and and you just kind of get, you start getting sucked into that, right? And you're and, and all of a sudden you realize, oh my goodness, what am I doing? Probably not so much for you, thankfully but it's something that I have to deal with, you know, all the time. And, and so w- when I get, start going down that road, well, now what have I just done? Right? Like I, I want to build these people up. I want, I want them to be part of the church. Right. And sometimes it takes years. I've been there 11 years and some people just now are finding out that, you know, I'm part of a church. Right. And, and that's, you know, that, that I get to, to speak in, in, in front sometimes. And, and those things. It took that long because, just because of of who I work with and, and how you, you just can't go and talk to them about that. You just have to prove it every single day. But then when you start going backwards a little bit, boy, it just it it you just lose that ground so hard, right? So hard to gain the ground, and it's so easy to lose it. Why is that, man? So we have to be careful because you spend all this time, and it, it just takes. It just takes one word, one sentence, one something to be like, well, you're just like the rest of us, right? Instead, instead of being being different. And Colossians uh, 3, verse 8 says, uh, it says, but now you also rid yourselves of all of them, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive, obscene speech, from your mouth, right? Even the anger, the wrath, the malice, right? Slander. It's easy. It's easy to kind of get into that and 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 kind of make fun of people, right? And and maybe that's not you. And and if it's not, I'm 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 thankful for you. But I had to go back and and really start uh, looking at, at at these things because it just it gets to the point. That's why I'm, where I'm so impressed with Jesus because for me it's like. When I, when I get wore down, I'm not sleeping. This day shift thing. I, I can't sleep. So, you know, I'm getting like, you know, four hours sleep a night and just cranking out a bunch of hours. And you just, and that just wears on you over time, right? You, you physically just start getting just tired and then the filter starts going away, right? But I think about Jesus. And so when, when those times come, I just like look to him and I'm like, man, it's just so amazing. Right? What gets me is, is, you know, I'm, I'm a lot about the physical pain, you know, to know that as he's hanging on the cross after enduring everything, after enduring a life, right? And he's there. And who does he save in that man's last breath? Right? The guy that was hurling abuses at him and he saves him. But now that man had to come to his senses. That was only because of what? of what he saw and what he heard in Jesus. It's the only thing that changed that man in his last breath. See, we have that same power. We have that same power to be able to change people even in their last breath. But we we have to be constant. We have to be steady, right? We have to be the same. Because Jesus wasn't like that guy. He figured that out even him hanging there dying, knowing, like, this dude's different, right? Look, look at how he's acting, and and he's talking to people, and he's hearing all that. See, that's what we need to be for people, as they literally are hanging on their cross in their last breath, because we don't know. You know, Jesus had the advantage of knowing that, you know, this this guy was going to die, you know, here any minute, but we don't know. So, You know, we need to be super careful about uh, what we're doing. If we go to Proverbs chapter 15, uh, beginning in in, uh, verse 1, it says, A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Right. The tongue of the wise makes knowledge pleasant, but the mouth of fools spouts foolishness. And the eyes of the Lord are in every place, watching the evil and the good. Right. A soothing tongue is a tree of life, but perversion in it, Crushes the spirit. So you see how God is contrasting, right? The good and the bad, right? The, 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 those that, that sprinkle with salt and, and, and those are not. And we'll get to that. I, I really enjoy Bill's, you know, uh, salt reference last week, you know? You gotta use salt. You know? You can't forget the salt. Like, I don't know what, just put it there. Like, just put, no matter what it is, put it in. You know? <laughs> You're like know, I get I get caught doing that too sometimes, you know. Just gonna you know, make this nice meal and the first, you know the first thing I do, just put a little salt on this, Why don't you taste it first? Well, I'm gonna make it better. <laughs> I'm putting salt on it. <laughs> you know, love salt, right? Oh, I'm really bad with salt. You know, I'm getting better, but yeah, like that's my go to, right? Um, but anyway. You know really that that uh, I really like the gentle answer turns away wrath, right when people are screaming and yelling, you know and and you just stay calm and speak to them calmly and wisely. It's amazing how people come right down. I didn't used to be that way. you yelled at me, I yelled back, and I'm louder than most people if you can imagine. you know so you cannot out out yell me. It's not gonna happen, you know. And I don't know, some old wise guy sitting back there says, hey, why don't you just talk to him? Well, that's why, Jeff. Why not you talk to him? It's easier just to yell at him, right? <laughs> you know, and it's, as that happens, it's crazy. You just walk in there and you just, they're screaming and yelling. And literally, like, it's 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 seconds. You know, like, why? And I, just call me like, why are you yelling? I'm not yelling. Why are you yelling? And I'll do something like that, you know. I'm not yelling. Why are you yelling at me? You're hurting my ears. Can you can you just stop? See how I'm talking? This is how you should be talking. It's amazing. I'm, they just come right now. I'm like, hey, man, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. You mean God's word is true? Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the eyes of the Lord are in every place. That's the other thing Ty called me on, you know, because we talked about that, you know. We started talking about, well, you could just lie. And I'm like, yeah, but can you? Because who's watching? Can't I from God? Yet we all seem to try. I think at times, you know, like maybe He's just not watching right now, you know. Maybe He just won't see this one. And it's not a, it's not a fearful thing, as we've as we've talked about the fear of the Lord. You know, we do it because we love Him, right? You know, we don't want to grieve uh, God. You know, we want we want uh, to bring. A smile to his face. Um, let's go to Romans chapter fifteen. You can put uh, Ecclesiastes ten twelve in your notes. Um, it talks about um, to be gracious, uh, to show favor, or to be kind. Right? Another one of those that <laughs> been having to work on about, about being kind. Uh, Romans 15, in verse 1, it says, uh, Now we who are strong ought to bear the weakness of those without strength, and, and not just please ourselves. Each of us is to please his neighbor for his good to his edification. Right? For even Christ did not please himself, as written, the taunts of those... What's your... what's? Uh, I can't remember that. I, I used to have that memorized. It's not taunts. It's what do you guys... Reproaches, thank you. The reproaches of those, I thought taunts was kind of weird. The taunts of those who taunt you have fallen on me. So the reproaches of those, reproach you have fallen on me. But whatever was written in earlier times is written for our instruction. So that through perseverance and the encouragement of the scripture, we might have, what? Hope. Right? We might have hope. Whatever is written in earlier times is written for our instruction. And it was written intentionally. For that purpose. To give us hope. So we can keep that for ourselves. Or so we can share it with others. Right? So. That we might have hope. And it talks about, in other places, how perseverance brings out what? Right? Those tribulations bring about perseverance. Right? And perseverance, proven character. Proven character. Hope. Right? All those things. If we have the right mindset. Right? We understand. Uh what what God's doing. If we just read His Word, we'll know exactly why things are happening to us, you know? Like, we'll just turn that into good. I like that. In Colossians chapter 4, verse 5, it says, Conduct yourselves with wisdom toward outsiders, making the most of the opportunity. Your speech must always be with grace. Here it is, as those seasoned with salt... So you will know how you should respond to each person, right? Always with grace. Season with salt. Make it tasty, right? So you will know how you should respond to each person. I I really appreciate that about Bill. Like, he can read people. I'm kind of getting there. Jeff's really good at this, you know. Um, But, like, when he, and I've shared this story before, my favorite story was, like, and I remember it, right? Like, the things that we do. See, he didn't even really know the impact that he was making, you know, but he was. Because as I'm walking out of the class, you know, my my senior year, and he grabs a hold of me and yanks me out of that line. Can you imagine that? Imagine a teacher doing that today in this day and age. Like, you know, I'm just strolling out my books and all sort of a sudden, he pulls me right out of line, you know. And, man, I'll tell you what, anybody touched me back then, boy. It, it, there was no question, right? But I respected Bill and I liked Bill, you know. So when he pulls me out of the line, what what are you doing? He's like, and he's like, just literally, like, you know, Bill got a his seat. He's like, you okay? You know, like, what are you talking about? I know mean, look like you're having a good day, you know. It's like you need to you need to talk to me. Just let me know. And he literally pushes me back in the line, <laughs> like, just like go on, like go. And I'm like, what in the world? You know. But he knew exactly how to deal with me, right? He understood that by spending time with me, during some of the retreats and other things that we did, you know, time on a bus, time in the classroom. But he was watching all the time too, right? Because how I'd react to people in the classroom, you know? When somebody wanted to come up and say something to me or touch me in the classroom, he saw how I reacted, right? Always paying attention, always, always. Like that's what we need to do. We need to be able to read people and be that, you know, for those people because we don't know, we don't know if that's the only opportunity that 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 God is is bringing them us in front of them uh, to share, All right? Um, so yeah, so with with gracious to be gracious, that gracious is kindness, All right? Go back to uh, Ephesians four. And it says here, it says, do not grieve, right? Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption, right? And that grieve is uh, a pain of body or mind, grief, sorrow, right? So we don't, we don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit. If you go to First Thessalonians chapter 5, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, beginning in verse 12, it says, uh, But we ask you, brethren, to recognize those who diligently labor among you, who are in leadership over you in the Lord, and give you instruction. And they regard them very highly in love because of their work. Live in peace with one another. Now we'll stop there because it was brought out today, right? Um, The worry, right? Jeff brought that out. You know, as Paul was just you know so concerned to the point where he just finally just had to go. You know, he had to go see them or send somebody, so he got to report back. Right? He's just so concerned, and and if you understood, you know, the concern that 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 Bill has for every one of us, and the weight of that, on top of not only making sure that he's. Doing the right thing for his own life. Being a good husband. Being a good dad. But being also a great leader for the church. That God has put him there. Right? That burden. That burden. Because there is. He beat himself up all the time when somebody would walk away. You know, I'm so glad that really, you know, he figured that out. It's that's not his fault. He's doing everything that God has called him to do. It's their choice, right? We don't want them to. We want people to stay, but people ultimately, we all get to choose. We all could walk away right now if we wanted to, individually. But we know better, right? We know better. Like I said before, I like being on the winning team. I like to win, right? I have chosen the correct team. You have chosen the correct team. This team wins. You already know it. It's already set. If you continue walking as Christ walked, to continue work on those things, there's only one perfect, understand that, but we all strive for that perfection. God knows our hearts and we keep going. Careful with the words, right? James talks about the tongue, right? Boy, how, how strong that is. And, and, and I think we've all been there, either on the receiving end or the giving end, unfortunately, right? When, when, when you say something to somebody that you really shouldn't be saying, and you see that, right, on their face, and you're like, probably mm, shouldn't have said that. And in just one... Word one sentence, it could take you a, a lifetime to fix that. How how important our words are, and I'm saying this because boy, I've really, really kind of fallen short in this area. As, as and it's not it's you know I I, I try to use an excuse, but <laughs> then I read the word and I'm like, well, I can't use that excuse. I can't I can't I can't use being tired, you know, and just wore out and all that as an excuse. I can't do that. Can't. And the reason I can is because of Jesus. Because he didn't. And you talk about burden. We we talk about small church buildings and and others, but he had the burden of the entire world on his shoulders. Imagine that burden, knowing that if you slipped up one time, heaven was going to be an empty place. Nobody was going to make it. Because you failed. I liked his mindset because he wasn't going to fail, right? Do you understand that he had that mindset? He had that mindset that he was not going to fail. He wasn't going to do it. And yet gently, lovingly, he made it. He persevered. That's our Lord and our King. That's the power that we all have inside of us to do exactly the same. But do we believe it? And that's, that's where most of us fall short. Is we just don't believe that we have that ability to do that. And then to put that every, right? You were sealed in him with the Holy Spirit, right? Now, seal, the seal there means seal or signet to confirm or authenticate, to attest to or confirm the truth or genuineness of. Right? And the signet is a seal used as a signature and marking as official, right? You have been stamped, marked Christian. Christ one. Stamped. Right there. Boom. The Holy Spirit it says is what is, is a down payment. So normally when you buy stuff, right? You can just put the, the, the down payment down and then you're done, right? That's all you gotta worry about. just put that down and I can walk away. I don't have to make another payment. I'm good, right? Oh, no. Right? It's just the first installment of how many, right? Sometimes six, seven years, you know? How about a lifetime? How about a lifetime of making those payments back to God? He, He gave us the down payment. Holy Spirit has the down payment. It's our job to go what? Continue to make those payments, right? Not because we have to, but because we want to. Because we're so thankful for what God has done. We know that Jesus paid the full price for us, right? But now he, we have that down payment. We just keep making payments, right, with our lives every single day. I've got more there in verse 31. But I'm out of time. I want to end with Matthew chapter 7. You know, it's one of those verses that, boy, I just, I was, I was always reminded of. And I kind of got away from it. I think it was Bill last week that brought it back up. In Matthew 7, you know, verse 13 and 14, right? It says, enter through the narrow gate. But the gate is wide and the way is broad that leads to destruction and there are many who enter through it. But the gate is narrow and the way is narrow which is also defined as afflicted or constricted that leads to life. And there are few who find it. The overall population of of every person that God has ever created, there's going to be a very small amount that actually make it. Do you realize that? That scripture right there tells me that. Because the road is wide, the way is broad, that leads to destruction. And everybody's on that superhighway. Right? It's like the California eight-lane highway. woo Everybody cruising. But remember that That narrow gate and the way that is narrow, again, that's defined as afflicted or constricted. That's the way. Is it going to be easy? It's not. God never said it was. But he's given us everything that we need to succeed. We just have to do it. I pray, brethren, that you will watch Your tongue. It's so destructive. I've got to work on it a lot more probably than most of you, right? But it's the mindset, right? It's knowing who you are, right? Knowing who's in you and what you're capable of and believing in yourself. And ultimately, it's do not grow weary and doing good for at the proper time, we'll reap a harvest if we do not give up. Don't give up, brother. Thanks for listening. Well, what Jesus say? He said to go. go! every day. Let's be excited. Here we go. Get all excited. Gonna tell everybody that Jesus Christ is king. Get all excited. Gonna tell everybody that Jesus Christ is king. Get all excited. Gonna tell everybody that Jesus Christ is king. Jesus Christ is still the King of Kings, King of Kings. Let's get excited.